Hello and welcome to Liverpool FC pre-match Sheffield United podcast. I'm Max and here is what to look forward to. Our current situation, last season's fixture, opposition analysis, starting 11 prediction and finally the score prediction. So firstly, our current situation this season. We have slipped out of the title race in dramatic fashion, sliding to 6th place after 4 league defeats in a row. And the champions' alarming slump is facing increased scrutiny. The problems we have include centre-backs out midfielders at centre-back. doesn't mean we can't win home games against the likes of Everton, Brighton and Burnley and West Brom. It's not an excuse for individual games. No matter what problems you have as a Liverpool player, you cannot... You cannot, you can't not win at home for six games. We have to find a way to win. I don't want to use Virgil van Dijk as an excuse because Liverpool started the game against Everton with 10 Champions League winners. That is why it is not an excuse in individual games. There could be a tweaking in the system, a 4-2-3-1, an extra attacking player impossibly. Defensively, could put in the defence 10 yards further back because Kabak struggling. Davis coming in hasn't played a game yet. Don't know why that hasn't happened. And finally, Nat Phillips has to play and he needs more protection from the midfield. Next, we move on to last season's fixture against Sheffield United at Brown Lane. It was a strange game because Sheffield United were superb, knocking Liverpool out of their rhythm. A rare mistake from Dean Henderson was the only difference between a newly promoted team and the European champions. A draw wouldn't have flattened them, and yet Sadio Mane and Mohamed Salah both blue glorious one-on-one chances while Mane also hit the post so Liverpool can also legitimately argue that they were ultimately worth the win on the balance of play even if it took a large slice of luck to happen. The possession stats showed that the game was quite equal and so were the amount of big chances so both teams did give it a go and Sheffield United did, didn't just sit back against us. Fair play to them they almost came away with a decent result. So next we have the opposition review. Many pundits and fans believe that Sheffield United's poor 2020-2021 campaign is down to something called Second Season Syndrome. Second Season Syndrome merely refers to a club that has performed above expectations following a promotion but performed below expectations in the following campaign. This downturn in form often leads to a manager getting sacked the team finishing much lower than expected, and in some cases, relegation. It is too soon to claim that Sheffield United are suffering from second season syndrome. You can understand why that phase is being tooted. Last season, Sheffield United prided themselves on their excellent defensive ability and unique style of play that they adopted underlapping centre-backs, who would often play key roles in the Blades' attacks. Wilders men finished the season having conceded just 39 goals in their 38 matches, which was the best defensive record out of the top three. Outside the top three. Last season, the Blades netted a total of 39 goals in 38 games, which was joint fourth worst attack. Sheffield United scored as many goals as Brighton that finished six places and 13 points behind them last season and netted one fewer goal than Bournemouth, who as well, all as we know, got relegated. Clearly, Sheffield United knew how to goal scoring issues needed to, knew that their goal scoring issues needed to be addressed this season and Chris Wilder spent big money on a striker. Twenty year old Rian Brewster impressed on loan from Liverpool at championship side Swansea, scoring eleven goals in twenty two appearances. The youngster only played a handful of games for Liverpool between twenty nineteen and twenty twenty and failed to find the back of the net. However, Brewster's record for England under sixteens and under seventeens, twenty four goals in twenty seven appearances, Coupled with his form for Swansea suggests that he is a natural goalscorer. Chris Wilder forked out 
23.5 million on the Liverpool talent, making him the club's most expensive signing ahead of Sander Burge, the centre defensive midfielder, who cost away 21.6 million. Why did the Blades take such a big gamble on Brewster? Well, last season, forwards Ollie McBurney and Lise Mousset top scored for Sheffield United with just six league goals apiece. The pair made a combined 66 appearances in the Premier League in 2019 and the 2020 season. So to score a mere 12 goals between them simply isn't a good enough return for their money. Both player, McBurney especially, work hard for Sheffield United and play very much as a team. So as long as someone is scoring, Chris Wilder doesn't care who it is. Midfielders John Fleck and John Luntron chipped in with five league goals each last season and certainly helped support the forwards. But as you can see, why you can see why Wilder has added another option up front. So now we'll move on to the starting eleven prediction. Firstly, I think that Allison will start in goal despite his personal issues. He just needs to get his head back together and possibly he might get a start. If not, probably going to be Keller because I really don't trust Adrian. Next up, Robertson at left back. There's no debate there, surely not. Centre-back, Kabak, despite making a couple of mistakes, I still think he'll have the confidence to play alongside who I'm saying next. Next alongside him will be Phillips. He barely put a foot wrong this season, been so consistent in his few performances. He'll, I reckon he'll be able to really like captain that back four. Right-back, Alexander-Arnold. Again, consistent bar the couple of games that he had during the December month where he was really off form. Midfield three of Wijnaldum, Jones and Thiago. Obviously, Jones, great creative player in the attacking sense and okay defending as well. Wijnaldum, again, he's defensively solid and can create up front as well. And then Thiago, an overall baller, so skillful, has to be in that midfield. And then there's no debate about the front three either. Salah, Man- Salah Mane, Mane, Firmino, they've got to be up front them three. Now we've got a couple of injury boosts as well. Jota, Fabinho, Milner and Keita all on the bench possibly. Now if Jota is fully fit after his couple of training sessions he's had with us, possibly we could switch to a 4-2-3 formation, 4-2-3-1 formation and take out Jones and play Thiago and Wijnaldum as holding midfielders, Salah on the right, Mane on the left, Firmino in the centre attacking midfield position and Jota up front. That is another possible formation that we could do. Finally, now onto the score prediction. I'm going to go with a score prediction of 2-0 to Liverpool. I think if Jota is fit, then yes, it will be 2-0 because his goal power and his confidence in front of goal is absolutely amazing. It's unreal from him what he's been able to produce this season. It's just such a shame that he had to get an injury. And uh, with Salah and Mane on the, on the wings, cutting inside, possibly chipping in with the goal for him, it'll be a comfortable 2-0 victory. However, I'm saying it's comfortable, but Sheffield United could you know, sit back like every team's done against us and make it even harder for us. So, yeah, I'm going to say 2-0. Thank you for listening and uh, goodbye. Knock it, knocking the-